What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. Welcome, listener, to Premium Chapter 175 of the QAnon Anonymous Podcast, the Disclosure Fest episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rokotansky, Mathilde Duron, Julian Field, and Travis View. A few months ago, Julian and I were checking out at our local liquor store when a small postcard-sized flyer caught my eye. It had a cosmic 5D type of design. We had just come back from the Grafton Secret Space Conference, and this looked like a similar visual universe. I picked one of the flyers up and read the title. Disclosure Fest Foundation presents the Mass Meditation Initiative. It was being advertised as some sort of new age festival spread out over four music areas and 12 workshop spaces on the 32-acre Los Angeles Historic State Park. Over a hundred names jostled for attention on the colorful flyer depicting two blue astral beings nose to nose in a field of stars and fractals. Beneath the two figures, framed by their third eyes, were two small human shapes in a loving embrace. The only real explanatory text read, A mindful yoga, healing arts, and vegan festival. I looked over the stage names, Earthgrid Stage, Pure Love Space, Fungineer's Ice Cream Starship, Divine Light, Mind Body Space, The Starseed Rainbow House. Jake was gonna love this. He was one of the most spiritual men I'd ever met, <laughs> insisting we do 15-minute meditations before and after every QAA recording session, much to the frustration of atheist activist Travis View, who believes Buddhism is an oriental psyop. <laughs> Travis, would you like to uh, <laughs> respond to these accusations? <laughs> I, I, you know? I don't know, not understand where this is coming from. Never describe myself <laughs> as an atheist activist. And, mm. uh, you know... <laughs> I, I thought if you know Buddhism is is uh, you know because of its atheism is one of the least offensive religions. So so everything about this is wrong. The plan was simple: purchase passes and attend the one-day Disclosure Festival taking place in downtown Los Angeles's historic park. Julian assured me the vibes would be good. He assured me. My partner had expressed a desire earlier in the week to quote get out of the house and do something fun. I had asked if she wanted to attend the festival with us. It would be good vibes, I said, parroting my Swiss co-host. Her face soured. Disclosure Fest was not what she had in mind. With our Inner Earth correspondent Brad indisposed, it would be up to me, Julian, and his wife, Mathilde, to grab our gear and document the spectacle. At least I didn't have to travel anywhere. The park was only 11 minutes away from Julian's place. I checked the temperature on my... <laughs> oh, God. I why know why say is. Android telephone? <laughs> I don't know. Do you need to advertise? Um, I guess maybe to show that the, the temperature was accurate. No, you've tried to push it on me too. You've tried to say I should switch from my phone. <laughs> I checked the temperature on my Android telephone that morning when I was getting ready. High 60s to mid 70s. Cool. Comfortable. I wore my patented MAGA red hoodie and jeans. Everyone there would be dressed in their festival best, freezing their butts off, and I would be laughing all the way to the vegan taco truck. When Jake showed up to my door, I was surprised he hadn't faked a positive COVID test to get out of attending. <laughs> I wouldn't have blamed him. Now that the endeavor was upon us, it all felt pointless. How does one cover vapor? How is this different than going to Coachella? A great lassitude bordering on paralysis installed itself as I thought about the huge crowd and how enthusiastic they were all going to be. We had sunk so low. Matid seemed way more excited than me about the whole thing. <laughs> 
As soon as I arrived at Julian's, I immediately began to doubt my outfit. Would the hoodie be too hot? Did my hat look lame? I was a child again, fretting about the first day of school. Why am I like this? Julian tried to help as best as he could. He fished out a couple t-shirts. None were very flattering. I began to fuss. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Eventually, Julian pulled out all the stops and lent me his coveted Jordy LaForge t-shirt. It was the best I was going to get. He also lent me a deep state mapping project hat to add some authenticity to my drip. After our bleak experience in Grafton, I was excited to go to a Starseed disclosure event set in LA, which promised more fun, chill vibes, and would allow me to dress however I wanted without being singled out as a brunch lib. <laughs> I went for a totally green look, thinking it would be a subtle hint at alien skin color in popular culture, and decided to wear a dress way more revealing than anything I usually wear. This was my first serious mistake, but not my last, as I ended up horribly sunburning my boobs at this <laughs> festival. <laughs> Mathilde seemed to be dressed as a slutty leprechaun, <laughs> and I was very supportive. Unfortunately, she was growing understandably anxious about the still-charging batteries on the table as the hours ticked by. But Jake and I had precious time together looking at our respective phones and making brief eye contact, so I feel like it was worth it. <laughs> I got into my usual homework mode, studying the lineup to make a list of speakers and musicians we shouldn't miss. What were we waiting on anyways? I looked at the charging GoPro batteries on the table. Time was passing, precious time, and Julian had forgotten to charge them the night before. He seemed unbothered. I soon realized we would arrive too late to the event. There were things I wanted to check out, time-sensitive things. I had decided to participate in some experiences the first of which was face painting with Madame Lavendula. <laughs> of course. When I told Julian we were not going to make it on time, he looked at the schedule and pointed out that the activity I was so eager to take part in was in the children's tent, a.k.a. the Starseed Rainbow House. The other acts listed were Did See the Clown and A Live Mermaid <laughs> Meet and Greet. I insisted I had seen adults with face paint in the event's Instagram stories. He also pointed out that they were accompanied by children. You could have rented a child for the day? Yeah. And both gotten your face painted. <laughs> yeah. So many things I could have done differently that day. I was defeated and gave up on the idea. Little did I know that giving up would become the underlying theme of this whole event for our trio. If we had been on time, we would have been treated to middle-aged women singing with children on stage. I've prepared a clip for Travis to review. Oh, great spirit, we give our gratitude and praise. Oh, So, man, we should have been there on time, you know? <laughs> you know, you accuse me of being an atheist activist, but I literally would rather see these children singing hymns in the church than what they're doing right now. 
You have been listening to a sample of a premium episode of QAnon Anonymous. We don't run any advertising on the show, and we'd like to keep it that way. For five bucks a month, you'll get access to this episode, a new one each week, and our entire library of premium episodes. So head on over to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe. Thank you. Thanks. I love you. Jake loves you. (laughs) (laughs) 